With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Pointless Exercise podcast. It's time for the Bears podcast where we have a, a game to look back on and another one immediately coming up uh, on your favorite uh online bookstore um amazon.com they sell more than books uh, they still only sell books i think i think it's still books yeah anyway so with me as always is actor comedian mike pusateri mike how are you i'm doing great i'm doing great how are you oh i've never been never been better yeah um went out got my amir smith marset jersey and wear that See? around <laughs> proudly good choice good choice uh, as always, you can find the podcast and the uh, newsletter and the Decipio uh, shop all at pointlessexercise.com. And, uh, Mike, I've memorized your uh, your uh, website address, so I'm going to tell people that if they want to learn uh, wow. everything there is to know about Mike Pusateri, they can go to mikepusateri.com. Folks, that only took two years. That's pretty good. Yeah, right. <laughs> M-Y... Uh, C H, <laughs> right? M Y C H A E L. Common spelling, Mike Pusteri. Yeah. So, um, a few minutes into the exciting Bears Vikings game, things were not going so well for our heroes. They were down twenty-one to three, and uh, Matt Eberflus finally said, "You know what? Fuck it." Hey, Getsy, start start throwing, and we're just going to go for it. We're going to go for it. We're going to go for it. We got to score a touchdown. We're going we're gonna to go for two. We got to kick off. We're going to we're gonna try an onside kick. We're just going to pull out all the stops. And lo and behold, there were the Bears in the fourth quarter with a lead. It nearly worked, all of that. It did. And, it and so worked. little of it worked. They didn't get the two-point <laughs> conversion. They didn't get the onside no. kick. But no. honestly, just the change to... Being more aggressive, I think, is what really changed. Just the, I think the mindset kind of changed. Well, I looked at it. See, I wonder how much of it was Flus and the staff versus Justin Fields just saying, fuck this shit. Because he he also got just so much more aggressive in the second half. And um, you could, you know, he was, wow. He was, uh, he was clearly like, I'm just going to, you know what? I'm going to put this team on my back. If I got to run, I'm going to run. If I got to throw, I, I could throw the ball. I can, you know, he was just, he was a super, he was playing with reckless abandon and he looked, he looked terrific. And the, the concerning thing is you're like, well, 
they had this was their game plan presumably what they did and you know in the first quarter in the second quarter that's what they planned to do and that didn't go too well so when the staff or fields or whoever said you know what fuck this shit well Let's i don't think i don't think it was ball. i don't think it was fields i don't think he's i don't think he took over play calling in the second half um maybe not i but think their whole clearly... we've seen them so far their whole thing is they uh, even in the Packer game, they stay relatively close to the other team. Yeah, and I think it it they feel like okay, the to give ourselves a shot, we just have to avoid like the critical mistake, and that means we have to be a little a little conservative. Then so be it. We want to have a shot late in the game, and they basically have in every one of their games. And in this one, they got down so quick, it's like okay, the only way back now is to open things up. Mm-hmm. And they did, and it worked. Um, I'm sure some of it was the Vikings' uh, complete um, loss of. Uh, they weren't even paying attention for a while. Yeah, I'm sure they lost. Did, did the Bears yeah. just score again? Oh, <laughs> yeah, shit! Right. shit. Get out of the crap, fellas. Thirty-five to six. No, we're down by a point. Oh, well, I guess we're gonna yeah. have to go back to work then. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was good to see. I was I uh, was surprised to see David Montgomery back so soon after bending his leg in the wrong directions. Right. Um, and the one thing we do see when Montgomery's in is they are uh, they are better if they need to pass to their running back. That is a definite skill set he has that is better than Khalil Herbert's, and I think that For helps. Sure. Right. Um, He's also better at pass. Blocking. I mean, really though, the whole the whole game turned around on the last drive. Oh, they still lost. But the whole game turned around the last drive when Darnell Mooney made that ridiculous catch. Yep, it was a great catch. One of the great catches. It's uh, The list of great catches in Bear history is not terribly long. It's not, it's not particularly a long list. This is a list. team that I believe in the 102 years, three years now they've played football, have completed 11 passes. But it's the best <laughs> of the 11 passes that anyone has ever caught. Right. Um got them down there they scored a touchdown right before the half and it just kind of felt like and i think the bears were kind of like all right yeah, we're back in this it was like that because of what you're like it's 21 to 10 we should be down 58 yeah, to zero it felt like it was worse than that because yeah what did kirk complete his first 17 passes <laughs> that was unbelievable kevin seaford had a stat that uh that's the first time in nfl history that a, a quarterback has thrown uh, as many passes, Kirk did 41 passes, and he threw zero of them into what they consider tight windows, which is damning. But also, it's damning to yeah. Kirk. He threw an interception. Unbelievable. <laughs> when he has a guy wide open. Okay, he had 41 easy passes. Oh, he did throw an yeah. interception, though, to the great yeah. Kindleville door. Um, but yeah, and it was a case like, um, I so you remember the, uh, Jerry Rice's retirement game where the Bears went out to San Francisco and Terrell Owens caught 20 passes. <laughs> 20. Because yeah. Wani wanted to make sure that uh, Jerry didn't go off. Well, no, Jerry didn't get to go off because every pass got completed to Terrell Owens. It felt like we were heading that way with Justin Jefferson. He had yeah. 12 catches in the first half. It was like the Bears didn't even scout him. And then he only had two in the second half. Yeah. Second half, Bear defense showed up again. Now, they did give up a touchdown this time, but they still only gave up eight points. Yeah. So. Yeah, but why? So isn't that? It's kind of interesting. Why? Why does this happen? Why are they so completely un, unprepared, seemingly in the first half? Well, they get their 
doors blowing off them. And then the second half, I mean, some of it could be the just like the Vikings game where the you know the Vikings kind of lost interest a little bit, and and See, and the I, Bears offense yeah. unusually caught up. No, but. I think the Vi- I think the Viking offense was get was like, ooh, we're gonna you know we're gonna eat today. We're gonna score twenty one more in the second half. Um, I actually don't think that they're them being better in the second half. I don't think that's an indictment on the coaches. If anything, I think that's that has a lot to do with having a lot of young players who almost like need to see the shit that they're like, oh, this. So they are doing this, and then they're like, all right, here's remember, this is how we're supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. And at some point, they're like, they kind of figure it out. Because if yeah. you're just a bad coach team, you can't make you don't make any adjustments. It just gets worse. You don't go from struggling in the first half to being pretty good in the second half you just go from bad to awful we saw that a let's, lot with a previous regime let's follow this thread over the next few weeks and see if, if this trend continues or if not because well i think a real you know, key will be when they start playing their divisional opponents for the second time when you I see the same right. teams the second time if you still are if you still it takes you a half to figure out how to you know what's going on that's not a great sign right but I, I didn't even think to do this when I was writing my recap and I listed all the first or second year players just by position. Mm-hmm. That's a long list. Yeah. The guys who are playing. And, you know, I, I, I honestly, I forgot the first time I made the list to put quarterback on the list. <laughs> like, I oh, think no, they I do guess, have a second I guess I probably should put him because this is, you know, it's only like his 16th career start or whatever it was. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. It's quarterback, it's left tackle, it's right guard, it's right tackle, it's um, at least one of your wide receivers, it's um, on defense, it's most of the guys. It's like, well, yeah, I can kind of see why this is. And the other thing is, so they're not only the young, but a lot of these guys will be better suited in a year or two to be backups. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's another problem. You Not only are you, you, you play at a talent deficit, but you play at an inexperienced talent deficit. Um, so that has that has something to do with it. It yeah. was just nice that they salvaged. I mean, we've seen we we're Bear fans. We've seen that first half be repeated in the second half a lot, and it's just a day oh, yeah. you feel like you should you, know, you wasted three and a half hours of your life. Right. This one, right. we only feel like we wasted like an hour and a half. <laughs> I was only half the right, only half the game. I agree. It was like that. And like our old buddy Sam Fell said, it's actually as sad as it is. It's like the perfect outcome. You know, like they they got back in it. They had the ball, the dr- the drive, the two minute drive looked promising, and yep. then some asshole who doesn't have a real future with the Bears gives the ball away, and you feel pretty good about the way they play, but they still get the loss because you know you're going to need draft picks and high ones. <laughs> it's like, hey, thanks, Amir. Yeah, but that was oh. oh as soon as was... I saw it, I'm just well, you know, he two bad things happened in a row, and. There's a lot of talk this week about ridiculous penalties. You know, all the right. roughing the quarterbacks. The one on Tom Brady, the one on David Carr last night. Yep. Um, David Carr? Derek Carr. Eh, maybe Derek Carr. David got sacked a lot. Maybe <laughs> maybe at NFL Network, somebody tackled him and threw him to the ground. Derek Carr. The block in the back on Amir Smith-Marset, is it's a pathetic call. It was. It's it was just ridiculous. an awful. Yeah. It's. Yeah. And he saw the flag, and you knew you didn't even see the black, but you knew what it was. You see the you see fields cut, and you see the the flag skip by, and you're like, oh fuck, this whole thing's coming back. Right, 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 um, right. And I was well, serious it, about this. I really think that 
team should have like I don't know what color the flag would be. Maybe it's uh, paisley. And you get one of those. Maybe you get one a month. Maybe you throw it once a month. Not once a game. <laughs> basic like a cool. And you play just throw flag. it, and it's like that play was fucking cool. And we are overriding your penalty. It's a touchdown. <laughs> well, okay. On a more serious note, at some point, don't penalties have to become reviewable in some form? I mean, there's... because you can you can make a case that it's certainly that penalty, and that we've seen around the league, penalties affect the games. Bad, you know, poorly called. Yeah. penalties affect the games as much as anything else. I mean, Bill Belichick has been yelling for years that why do you have review if you can't review everything? Yeah. He's like, you don't have to give us more reviews. Give us the two per half. But do that. we can review anything. Yeah. I mean, the cameras are everywhere. We should be able to do it. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong at all. And, you know, we keep seeing that. You know, there's... I, I, and you wonder, too, not with so much more you know online you know gaming sites have so much more betting there's so much you know sort of ancillary money in this thing the stakes are never higher to get these things right and these these refs just don't get stuff right and okay they're human whatever some of them are some of look all humans make mistakes some of them some of them are just bad yeah some of them are bad and some of the ones who aren't really bad are i think I, the NFL doesn't do itself any favors. Every every time they they want to like clarify a rule, they make it more cumbersome on the officials. For sure. Like the reason they get uh, roughing the quarterback wrong is because it used to be like back when uh, you know great quarterbacks like Bob Avellini were playing that you know, <laughs> you've got roughing the quarterback if he threw the ball and with it and like fifteen seconds went by and then you like you know hit him in the head with a crowbar. Yeah, every every that was buck roughing is, the passer. Every buck is highlight is roughing the is is it would be illegal yeah. today. He's just killing guys. And then as they go around and they and, and it always happens like a really good player gets hurt like the whole reason you can't go low is because Tom Brady blew out his knee in the first game of a season. Right. And they kind of lump this shit on the refs and all of a sudden the refs are like I don't well I guess that's roughing. And yeah. I have a feeling the refs get it's worse for the refs if they don't call it. If they miss it by not calling it, then if they miss it by calling it. So I think you right. end up erring on the side of, fuck it, I'm just going to call it. We're protecting Which the quarterbacks. Why... And I'm just going to protect right. this guy. Even if I'd rather, I, I, I get in less trouble if I'm wrong protecting him than if I'm wrong not protecting him. So fuck I, think it, I don't exactly, know. I think, I think that's, that's exactly awful. right. I think that's exactly right, and which is all the more reason to say let's have penalties reviewable then, because okay, then the then the ref on the field could protect the quarterback, he could throw the flag, but then they could correct it and go, no, that's really not roughing the passer. Let's 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 correct this. I mean, they, I mean, the good thing if you're as Bear fans now is you feel like you have a quarterback worth protecting. Yeah. So it's almost like no, no, don't change that. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's, you shouldn't right. be able to touch it. Right. I don't but of care course, if he's running his... 40 yards down the field. You still can't touch him. You just have to let him score. That's how it works. But of course, but of course all last year, they didn't protect him anyway. No. He was getting left, late hit left and right, and no flags are going. And he's still, the only calls he, he really gets are the when he slides. Yeah. Like, he gets hit. Although, he, well, maybe that, maybe he, he's rarely ever in the pocket anymore. Yeah. I don't want the last sack he took where he was like, just dropped back and got sacked. You know, he's he's moving. He's a moving target. You've got to get him. Yep. Um, which I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to stand back there and get hit either. I, I really no. thought he played well, especially in the second half. I thought that was. I agree. He was great. Um, you know, you looked at him and you're like, oh yeah, that's that's. I know this team is not great, and that 
it's like everything we it's it's kind of the best what we feared was the best case was he would he would stand out to a point where you're like oh yeah the the reason they're not better is the clowns around him he's good and he really yeah. played that way and it was it was it was better than you know we kind of saw like the the slow maturation i felt like against the giants he was deci- he, he was indecisive against the texans and then he was too decisive against the giants it's like it was just mm-hmm. i'm going and this game against the Vikings was kind of the happy medium between that, where he got out of the pocket and his, if if there if there was a lot of green in front of him, he just took off. Let's get some yards. If there wasn't, he was willing to, you know, try to see if somebody eventually would get open. <laughs> Which is never gonna happen. <laughs> where is where is Dante Pettis? Why is he in the stands? <laughs> he, yeah. he took a left turn and now he's. Um, but don't worry about it. this week. If you Bleacher Nation, the the Bears guys at Bleacher Nation, very excited. Nikhil Harry's coming back. That's going to oh. solve all the wide receiver problems. Terrific, wonderful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I know this is. We all know this is a cap reset year. We get that, but man, this roster, it's kind of criminal. I mean, because th- th- because I it, I am very worried about Justin Fields it's, getting just it's killed this year. It's all strategy. He's gonna have. He's gonna play well, but have bad stats. That'll help keep his uh, the salary he can uh, ask for yep. down. Yeah, and then they'll get even. And then later on, they'll get even better players because they'll have more cap room. I'd see. That's it. When they yeah, win four playing. Super Bowls in a row. You're gonna look back at this and go, "Remember 22? That was yeah. genius." You're they the first person ever possible. You're the first person ever to, to accuse the Bears of playing three dimensional chess. <laughs> I mean, I well. I, but think about it. You, it's not just Fields. You, at some point, you're going to have to pay Cairo Santos. Well, clearly, so, and that's I mean, yeah. I mean, you think Aaron Judge is going to make some money? Wait till Cairo's contract comes rolling around. Yeah, yeah. it's good to have. It's good to have him back from his uh, whatever his personal, personal personal issue, personal leave was. Yep. Um, Did maybe, not affect him. Maybe he was he was in the middle of a really good book, and he's like, I can't now. A uh, fluce. I can't make it. Go f- go find somebody else to kick this week. But Maybe he was reading a preview, uh, 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 an early copy of the Joe Madden book. He couldn't put it down. <laughs> That's right. Oh, did you see? There's now a uh, there's a companion podcast. Oh, and they called it the Book of Joe. Shouldn't they've called it the Pod of Joe? Come on, somebody, Joe. Like him and Tom Verducci. Pod of Joe. And it's like I don't know that I can listen to Tom Verducci talk for an hour. I just I don't know that I can. No. That's a long time. Um, but somebody can give me the, somebody can give us the highlights. I don't have to. Yeah. I'll just I'll get well, the clips. I'll get the clips from Joe. I don't need. Maybe Carlos. Hear the whole thing. Maybe Carlos Santos can give us the highlights. He, he right. read the He's book. Listening to the new spot on the Bears website where he reviews <laughs> Joe Madden's podcast every week. Yeah. I saw somebody had the stat: Justin Tucker's game-winning field goal for the Ravens. Um, so perfectly split the uprights that if the uprights were. 18 inches wide, it would have been good. <laughs> um, I just, I'm like, well, that's every Cairo kick. Yeah. Nothing new here, pal. They should put like a, on that, on the net, you know, in college, that always says all state, but on the, the NFL one, just the net that catches the ball. Yeah. Perfectly centered. There should be like a little, uh, I don't know, like uh, the size of a bottle cap. Yeah. And if you hit it, you get an extra point. Yeah, I like that. And I Cairo would be every field goal would be four points, and every every extra point would be two. 
He just or you could do a, a, a Cairo emoji. You could do a Cairo emoji and just have his face up there. That's <laughs> it's right. Cairo, a Cairo emoji. Hit yourself because... in the face with the kick. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bob Thomas used to hit hit himself in the face with kicks. Unintentionally, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. that's why he had to had to put the uh, had to get a bigger face mask. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the. Um, uh, the Vikings had a new guy to pick on this week. Um, Kyler Gordon got a little bit of a break as they went after the other Jalen, Jalen Jones. Mm-hmm. Which I just think it's funny that the Bears have Jalen Jones and Jalen Johnson. Yeah. Um, one's, one's really good. And one's not. <laughs> and they, every time they saw a good old number 31, they were going that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Gordon had on one series, had two great tackles. He... Um, Stopped Alvin Cook on what looked like it was going to be a touchdown, and then on a I forget maybe it's Irv Smith Jr. tackled somebody short of the first down. Um, we might pick a lot on Kyler a lot. There's a lot of talent there, um, mm-hmm. but it's been kind of painful to watch him try to learn how to do all this shit. Yeah, that should really kind of be the Bears. Uh, that'll be the the high the uh, the uh, title of the highlight film that NFL Films does at the end of the year. The Chicago Painful, to watch this Painful to watch them do this shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so for all their big comebackness and they got the lead, they they were not able, I believe the, uh, didn't the Vikings convert four fourth downs? Or maybe it was third and longs, I forget. I It's all, it was bad. I mean, it's all ball bearings. It was, just, you were, it was inev- the game-winning touchdown was inevitable. You were just watching it come. Yeah, but and, then, but, but, the, and the whole idea. In fact, at one point, uh, it was like uh, I think it was Dalvin Cook got a first down inside the five. It was like they should just let him score. We need more time. Yeah. But they had plenty of time. They had, they you had know, just under the two minute warning. They had a timeout, and yep. they were actually executing. They um, un- until Amir made the two cardinal errors in a two minute drill for a receiver. He had a chance to go out of bounds immediately and didn't do it. Tried to gain like three extra yards. And then he coughed up the ball. So there you go, dumbass. It's like, gee, I wonder why the Vikings cut you. Yeah. I wonder. I I, I I think we just saw it. Maybe he's still, maybe he's gunning for a playoff share. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Well, you can see the Kirk Ferentz teachings have uh, stayed with him. That was, you know, because, but that was truly incredible because they had a legit chance to win that game. Fields was moving that ball. He had looked great the entire second half. Yep. Uh, as you say, plenty of time on the clock, one time out. Just go out of bounds. Yeah, well, just go out of bounds. The most infuriating thing about it was it when you watch the replay, and we saw it a million times, it, he ran a really nice route and got open. Fields put it right on yeah. him. Get and out it's of like bounds. You know, it's like, look, we're trying to go all the way down there. Yeah, you don't need to fight for the for the one yard. It was on first down. It's not like it was fourth down. He wasn't worried yes, that he so didn't was... he didn't have enough yards. He just got greedy and then fumbled. To the same guy that he uh, had blocked in the back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, B- bad players do bad things, and that's what that's why they're bad players. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, but yeah, we saw uh, Fields actually find Mooney more than once in a game. That was a nice change of pace. Cole mm-hmm. Komet had a couple of nice catches. There's some sightings of Cole Komet. He really is very difficult to tackle. I mean, he's very, he's he very good. lots of people. It's like, you know, maybe we've got to be ways to find, to get him the ball more than like twice a month. Well, see, I mean, if you look, you know, okay, if you oh, got Mooney Fields, you've got two passes. <laughs> I yeah. More than that. <laughs> two for 52. Cole Komet, four for 45. Right. But the thing, you know, the thing is that they're not, I mean, we always rightfully so make fun of the Bears, but they're not bereft of talent. I mean, you've got Fields, you've got Komet, you've got Mooney, you've got Herbert, you've got Montgomery. You've got some guys who can make some plays. This is not, you know, that's not a bad, you know, group of five guys. Obviously, your line is a well. The problem is, is problem. the problem is that only only four of them can play at once, and yeah. one of them always has the ball. So you really are only defending three guys. That makes it a little difficult. That's why it's hard to get the ball to Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet because it's like they look around at the other guys like, do we need to cover Dante Pettis? Do we need to cover Dante? Probably no, we don't. Probably no, we don't need to cover him. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this. Is the coaching staff's – I'm going to ask you two questions. The same question in two more. The coaching staff's focus seems to be let's try to win the game, and if we can develop Justin Fields along the way, great, as opposed to let's see what we can do to, to develop Justin Fields and see if along the way we can win the game. Do you agree with that? A and it, and B is that the right is that the right order in your mind? Well, I mean every every t- every team is going to try to win games, and it's okay, irrelevant. But understanding, but understanding what I'm where we is, are, it's the wins the wins and losses this year should be irrelevant. Correct. I agree. I agree. Um. So given this that shouldn't should be a team the... that that tries to, uh, them winning seven games wouldn't be a wouldn't be a real positive outcome. I don't think. I agree because we already know they're not good. So what the hell good does it do you? And it's just going to mean are you going to pick fourteenth? Yeah, yeah. Um, but the my, my my what I'm saying is, but the coaching staff's focus, and I understand it from their standpoint to a degree, seems to be we want to win those seven games, whereas we shouldn't be doing. We should be trying to. We should be first and foremost trying to develop Justin Fields, and secondly, trying to find now what the hell do we have on this roster? Who but, can actually contribute? But I don't know how much different does it look if they're not like if they're just they're just going to throw more because they well, don't, that's a big part of it. That's a big they, part of it. But I think part of it they don't they still don't protect him very well. Granted, but he's and, a guy who can who can who's he's a guy who's better on the move though anyway. So you can roll him out and you can try to get him out of trouble. But we're seeing, but we've seen through these first five games a lot of, you know, uh, you know, third and six, run the ball. You know, we've seen a lot of that sort of thing where this doesn't look like the staff is trying to to see. Let's see if Fields can make this this six yard pass for the first down. 
let's just run the ball too much. And they ran, the, and they, I think they only threw the ball. What's and we've it's already it's been talked about ad nauseum how few pass attempts the Bears have. And as you've pointed out, yeah, a lot of that are pass plays, but you know, Fields decides or yeah, he was, has no choice but to scrap. He was 15 for 21, which I believe is the yeah. most actual pass attempts he's had. And I think he had six in the first half. Is that right? Six attempts, something like that. Yeah. Well, they just didn't have the ball. That was their problem in the first half. They got a field goal on the first possession, and then they went three and out, three and out. And then... Um, well, they could have the ball longer if they would complete, you know, maybe made some first down well, passes. Well, but then another thing that, that, if you want to be real positive about it, another thing that limited his pass attempts was he completed a... Uh, uh, how long? Was it only 39 yards? He completed a 39-yard pass down to the six or whatever. So he didn't mm-hmm. have to make four passes to get down there. He only had to throw one. Um... I don't know. I think some of their some of their conservativeness in obvious passing downs is the fear that they um, when it's really obvious that they have to pass that they can't protect it without. It's the shit that Nagy would never like. We went we, maybe we went from one extreme to the other. Yeah. Nagy's like we don't need to leave extra guys in to block, and then whoever the quarterback was would just be splattered all over the grass. Um, the other thing is with them embracing the fact that he will just run. Um, some of those, some of the medium pass, like you know, a, like a second and eight, or maybe even a third and six. Um, they almost call that pass with the idea that, well, fuck it, he could just <laughs> he could just take off. That'll be right. a, that'll be a better that'll be a better plan for us. I mean, the thing I don't get about there's a lot of frustration about the the lack of weapons that they put around him, and yeah, it would be great to have have better players around him but they they got painted into this corner they sure. you know it's like it would have been great for them to have been able to go out and try to get AJ Brown or Tyree Hill and they didn't have any draft picks I mean they had to make a bunch of trades on draft to get a full draft class they had to make a bunch of trades during the draft to get them well, that, no doubt about it um, no doubt yeah and I, I think part of the reason I think we, I mean, we talk about it with the Cubs and uh, I think it's, it's it might be true in this case with the Bears. I think it's probably less true in the NFL because teams turn around so fast. A part of the motivation for them to ha- to not be like two and fifteen is the idea then that it makes it really hard. You know, they've got all this cap money to spend next year. You to track free but agents. It makes it really hard for somebody to go. Geez, you won two fucking games last year. Yeah. What? You know, my career might I might you know I might get hurt two years into this deal. I won't play for a two win team. Right, that may have something to do with it. I don't know. Um, I mean, talk about in baseball, though the Cubs paying the loser tax. Yeah, uh, but I, they got rid of that when they went twelve and three down the stretch, and everybody. I mean, oh yeah, most, most free agents are like, "Well, that's the best team in baseball." Just yeah, make right. The playoffs. <laughs> so I don't know if that <laughs> yeah, has, I don't know if that has something to do with it or not. Um, yeah, it pays for 90, 90 wins, ninety wins. Because another thing you could see with this Bears team is um, every team gets injuries, and when you when you're not when you're you don't have a lot of really good players to begin with no they're gonna be patching lots of holes they already i mean they already are like they i it it certainly looks like they're they may go the whole season and never get to play the offensive line that they wanted Mm -hmm. yeah because now that you know patrick's looks like he's pretty close to being able to play center again and he's gonna have to play guard because they don't have cody white here so that's only gonna get worse or you're going to have guys out there like, who's that? Kind of like I was with, I couldn't remember. I, I knew Jalen, I knew they had a guy named Jalen Jones, 
But I kept yeah. in the first quarter. I kept looking at thirty-one. Like, who is that? <laughs> that happened a right. lot during the John Fox era, where a guy would be running around yeah. like, who, who the, is? Did we pluck a fan out of the crowd to play the second <laughs> right. half? Would have been better off in some cases, had we? Like the, is this the guy that jumped out of the stands and caught the extra point on Monday Night Football? Is he now yeah. playing for the Bears? Right. Is this the guy who ran out of the field a week ago with the uh, – what game was that? That was uh, Rams-Niners. Bobby Rams Wagner game, yeah. Destroyed right. him, and the guy threatening to uh, <laughs> sue him for – it's like, buddy, you were trespassing. I don't think you get to sue Yeah, him. dude. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Although maybe he does. I don't know. Um, but at the same time, you got to hit on some of the – because there is so much turnover in the NFL – and you're not stuck with guys. You can you could turn over that roster literally oh, and hopefully overnight. some of these guys, some of those. Who the hell is this guy? It actually, turns out to be somebody useful. That's what we'd like to see, right? That's what we'd like to see out of Ryan Poles. Is that's the, a pretty good pickup. This kind guy. of the ultimate guy, guy in recent years. The kind of ultimate guy like that was Bryce Callahan. He was a guy who was like, who the hell is this? And all of a sudden, he was like, he became the most indispensable nickelback in the NFL. And when he and when he left, the Bears could never replace him. Yeah, it's like he was just some right. dude who like walked in, and Vic is like, "Oh, I think this guy can play nickel," and he was actually good. Yeah, so that stuff can happen. It uh, can. And apparently, it- last week, more than once, I referred to uh, Nicholas Morrow as Nick Roach. That's not my fault that they both wear fifty three and are named Nick. You shouldn't be able to do that. No. Like, okay, you can't wear fifty three. We just had a Nick who wore it. We should just retire it. You gotta wear. You gotta wear fifty. You got over 59 instead. <laughs> 53A. <laughs> yeah, you got you to wear the asterisk for a year. <laughs> so people can remember who the hell you are. Yeah. Um, speaking of no, speaking of Bear 59s, uh, the Bears are playing the uh, Washington... Ron? The Washington Commodes, coached by good old number 59. Ron Rivera. Ron Chico Rivera. The Junkyard Dog. Um, so he got asked a question uh, during their press conference on Monday. Um, he was like, looking around the division, you know, the Eagles are the best team in the NFC, the Cowboys are winning with a backup quarterback, and the Giants just beat the Packers. What's the difference between uh, them and where you guys are in this rebuild? And he goes, it's quarterback. They just traded for Carson Wentz. <laughs> they supposedly picked him. Although it sounds like they um, they were going to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, and then he had this shoulder surgery, and they had to pivot yeah. to do something else. But it's like, man, you were you are five games into that, and you're already just. I mean, I know that dude is. I, I, yeah, but you know, he, he ain't wrong. You can't say no. he's wrong. No. Um, and the Wentz thing is really interesting because you know he when he shredded his knee against the Rams in their Super Bowl season, yeah, he was going to be the MVP. He was mm-hmm. going to be the NFL MVP when he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that turned out fine for the Eagles because they turned it over to the great Nick Foles and they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And he's just, Carson's has never really been good since then. And I don't know if some of it is the knee or some of it is, he was inevitably, I suppose it's a little both. He was inevitably going to be exposed. Right. Um, Ryan Pace tried to get him. <laughs> Could have been our Andy Dalton. Except they'd had to give wow. up a lot for him. Right. 
But the commander's coming in, and the bears are uh, going to be wearing a lot of orange. Orange. I don't know if you've seen the... Uh, they had a picture of Roquan modeling the the orange helmet with the orange shirt and the white pants. I didn't see that. I did not see that picture, no. I think I think the orange helmet might not look too bad with the... I, I like the orange helmet. I like the orange helmet, yeah. I just feel like an awful lot of orange. I guess we'll have to see when they're running around in it. But uh, Yeah. We'll see if it's burnt orange. So Amazon has, for the most part, had good games so far in their young <laughs> life of uh, broadcasting Thursday night football. Except. That comes to a screeching halt on Thursday <laughs> when they get Bears Commanders from beautiful Soldier's Field. Yeah, well, last week wasn't exactly. No, uh, and it wasn't. And, uh, and Al and Kirk were pretty open. About how bad. Well, actually, Al tried to be like. Sometimes, you know, a game is so bad it's good, and Kirk goes, "No, no, <laughs> like, no, I this, don't know that." Yeah, my favorite line was like, uh, "I think Kirk said something like, well, the guys are going to have a lot to unpack at halftime.'" And I was like, "They are. <laughs> they should be packing at halftime." Yeah, don't unpack, pack, and go home. Right. Um, have you sampled the Thursday night? Uh, games over there on uh, everybody's favorite shopping network Amazon I have of course of course yes I wouldn't miss one it's pretty it takes you about 10 seconds to forget that it's you just it's it's Sunday Night Football it just feels like Sunday Night Football yeah absolutely. I mean Al's on Kirk is there instead of Chris Collinsworth no I mean yeah nobody misses I, I, Chris I agree no it looks good sounds good I was a, I had a little uh I didn't have any freezing in their first game. That was uh, Chiefs Chargers, but um, the it got out of sync, and so the picture was like three or four seconds ahead of the action. Oh, I didn't have no. That. I mean, the, uh, no. What, what is it? The the voice was three or four seconds ahead of the action. So Al uh, sounded like, "Holy crap! This dude is really on his game." He is wow. predicting everything. Yeah. Whew. That guy barely caught that ball, and he already told me who it was and what yard line. It's like, oh. Then you'd realize when they go to commercial, and you get the, you know, the, it's like, oh, okay. Now I get Al's right. not, you know, Al's not on the Prevagen. No, 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 no. It's, uh, they're cheating. But otherwise, it's been pretty good. And then, you know, you get the multiple options of the broadcast. Uh, I only watch the Dude Perfect one because that's, Jesus, I can't, why is that? What is that? Is that for, like, little kids? To watch, I don't. Know, but, um, Are those the fucking morons who, uh, yeah, I couldn't. Trick shot guys, yeah, who make ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah. Um, one of them, they uh, so for for Thursday night games, the players wear the microchips in their pads. And if you flip over to that version, you get just the regular. You get Al and Kirk, but on plays, you actually see like. There are it shows like lines of like where they've been where they ran from to, and their their the skill position guys like their names follow them so you can immediately see and they in that broadcast they use a lot more of the all twenty two it's actually really cool oh that's cool yeah and I can't wait to see like uh, um, you know Dante Pettis wearing <laughs> it and just running the wrong direction it's just gonna turn like red yeah like oh he went the wrong way. They're gonna be like we don't we don't have a graphics package for whatever that was. The thing that I find annoying about it, and they need to fix this. So if when Jeff, I know Jeff Bezos is Jeff Bezos is a huge fan of the pod, so he now that he's listening. I'm just gonna tell him yeah. when they do that, 
on they um they have a constant like there's data on the right side and on the bottom of the screen so they shrink the picture up just a little bit so they can run it at the bottom it's like, no 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 i paid i paid for a big tv fill it right. with the picture i don't need this other crap yeah i just want to see the, i want to see the squiggly lines while they're running cuz that's fun but i don't yeah. need all the other crap don't make my picture smaller and I'm like, I the TV down here. I bought it on Amazon, Jeff. So don't you know, make me send how about it back. A little, how about a little something for it. the effort? Yeah, I'll send it back. So I'm glad they'll have that fixed by Thursday. So that'll be good. Yes. Well, that's again. This this podcast is a public service. They should also have a way that you could uh, sync it up with the hometown radio call. <laughs> you want to hear a Jeff Joniak at? at what if they were to stick it up to the Cubs radio call somehow? Though? That would be a laughing Well, he used to be the sideline guy for the Bears. Yeah. And they did the weird trade with him and Mark Grody. Uh, at least Zach wasn't around to ruin the World Series season. But uh Yes. 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 Um so it'll be interesting, I guess, to watch it different. And then it uh, it's going to free up a weekend. Bears can't, Bears can't ruin a Sunday. They can ruin a Thursday night. You can ruin that all you want. It's not Thanksgiving, they thank God. Usually, they, right. usually they Thanksgiving, they're ruining Thanksgiving. But this time, it's just, a, you do that? just a random Thursday in early October. I can handle it. By the way, they cannot ruin the next two Sundays. They are well, they not playing from, on the 23rd. They go from Thursday night to Monday night football. That's right. So we got the next two Sundays free. Who is that Monday night game against? I should know this. Uh, that would be the New England. That's right. The Patriots. Patriot. That is the Bears' first appearance on the Manning cast. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Eli, the, the Manning family, Jamboree, they skipped. Uh, and they should have done it. They should have done Bears-Steelers. It was a good game. And that would have cool. gone nuts for cool. the yeah. awful penalty calls against the Bears. He'd have right. been in our corner. I think so. So I wonder what uh, what relevant Chicago celebrities that they'll get uh, to be guests. I think they go uh, you go Marquis favorites and go Jeff Garland, Tom Dreesen. Tom Dreesen, yeah. <laughs> the Peyton and Eli are like, who is this? What? <laughs> <sighs> hmm. Gary Sinise. Gary'd be good. You know, the, the, the crown jewel would be Bill Murray. It would be. And I could actually see that. I could see that happening. I could see Bill. Now, Although, that would be incredible um, if that happened. You know, they, they like to famously, you know, um, Bill, oh, you know this better than I because you're an actor. But um, a lot of times movies shoots will start and they, like, we, we got Bill, right? Has, does anybody talk to him for like the last four months? No, or we know yeah. he's coming, and then he just shows up like when he's supposed to, but with no like, like for a, he keeps everybody completely nervous. That's like, oh my right. god, we haven't heard from Bill. So I kind of wonder if they book him, and then Peyton and Eli yeah, they, have to sit there for a few minutes, and all of a sudden he pops up. Yeah, like, hey, they, guys, they, how's it going? He has no agent. If they booked him, they have no idea if he's showing up. <laughs> I think my favorite um, Bill Murray story was that. The reason he did the, he did Garfield, yeah, I've heard the story. It's a good yeah. story because yeah. that was a Joel, 
the script was written by Joel Cohen, and he thought it was yeah. Joel of the Cohen brothers. So he signed on, and then he got there, and it's like, well, you're not, you're not that Joel Cohen. Yeah, what the hell <laughs> did it anyway? And he's done all the yeah. sequels because he likes yeah. the money. Yeah, big money, big money in the Garfield universe. So, I'm guessing. I'm going to guess because uh, it's the Mannings. I'm guessing we're getting Jim Belushi. That would that would be that would be the safe bet. I think, I think Jim Belushi. I would say at some point. Yeah, that would be a safe bet for sure. Um, um, you know who'd be an interesting? Could they get a? Would be fun. Could you get a Dan Aykroyd? Now that would be a blast. Is he a? Do we know if he's a football fan? Actually, he doesn't have to be a football fan. You can just be on the Yeah, it might be better if you don't know what the hell's going on, especially when it's the Bears. Yeah, if they could get an Aykroyd, that would be something. Or is there somebody with a Chicago and Boston connection we should be looking at? Ryan Dempster. The Epstein. The... <laughs> I went Dempster. Okay. David Ross. Dem- David Ross and Ryan Dempster together. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. But maybe Theo. Maybe Theo. That could be. Could be. I'm trying to think if there's somebody we think Peyton actually like knows. Yeah. Oh, maybe it'd be MJ. Yeah, that'll be. Fun. I'm sure MJ will do it. Yeah, you know, we, we got a good chance of like a uh, Ben Affleck. You know what? Uh, I I don't like probably be a Ben Affleck. I, I don't even like the fact that I just thought of this. I think Sorry. there there is a there's a non-zero chance that like during the third quarter that like yeah, hey Eli, we got the Bears owner, and it's Aaron Rodgers. Oh. Don't yeah. you, couldn't you see them doing that? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is hilarious. Yeah. Now there's I'm a worried. non-zero now I'm chance that's going to happen. You put that out in the universe. Yeah. I, there's a non-zero chance, but I don't think it's a good chance. Well, I'll tell uh, Jeff Bezos to tell the ESPN guys. Yeah. Not to do that. I think a Ben Affleck is a much more likely scenario, or a Matt Damon. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. Oh, uh, hopefully Bill Simmons. That'd be great. Oh, there'd be love you. Love you, Bill Simmons on there. I don't think he's yeah. ever done it. Yeah, a lot of possibility too. Because that's in New, yeah. that's in New England. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that a whitey matter, bulger. considering that Peyton and Eli are not there. No. They are famously in their couches, Colorado, their and I think Eli's still in New York, like New Jersey. Maybe I don't know. I will admit, though, I I I enjoy the the Mannings, and I have been watching. Joe and Troy. Mm-hmm. I like Joe and Troy. I mean, they're good. I, was, I got over my, I got past, not over. I got past my Joe Buck hatred. Like Tom, you know, my Joe, my, my Joe Buck hatred ended ended with the 2016 World Series. Yeah. I mean, that call at the end of that World Series was perfect. Yeah, it was really good. It was great. You know, and he and he's a great guest on the Howard Stern show. So I'm I'm all I'm in the Joe Buck. And camp. they're so and they're they they're good. Um, I, I think part of it, I think part of the reason I, I enjoyed them is that just a few years ago, Troy basically decided, fuck it, I'm just going to say whatever I want. Yes. As, as we saw he didn't say anything. For like, the first, for like the first 10 years, Troy didn't do it. In fact, I used to joke that, and he did this, Troy would read the graphics. Yeah. Like they'd put a graphic up, and he would read it. And it's like, Troy, like, you're supposed to comment on it, not read it. Like a power, like a bat, like a salesman reading a PowerPoint. Yeah, basically, it was, yeah, it was basically Ron Burgundy. It was just put on the screen, and Troy read it out loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And then I really enjoyed him during the Nagy era because he was just so disgusted by the offense that the Bears ran. He just – and he couldn't fun. hide it. He's like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what they think. I don't know what he thinks he's trying to do. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed that. So I, I, so I, came, very, around, very... I came around on Troy because I never so didn't be... like him. I just didn't – I was like, hey, it's Troy. He's just kind of there. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting then to see, right? What what his impressions of the of the fluce the fluce uh, machine is cooked up here. Former Cowboy defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus. So I'll probably get him a little bit of. There you go. A uh, little, little bit of a. He gets a little run favorable. There. Yeah. Yeah. Because Jared loved him. Jared didn't want to lose the fluce. And you know, who would want to lose the fluce? No, don't lose the fluce. <laughs> So yeah, so we'll have uh, it's it's great timing that Eberflus is uh, you know he's Mister Mister Aggressive now, and they're going up against the original Riverboat captain Ron Rivera. Yep. Uh, who I don't. Why did he get called that? I must have just they, the Panthers started going for started going for it on fourth down a lot. That was the whole thing, I think. Yeah, you know, for Cam Newton. Fun. You should go for every four, every anything of like fourth and four or less with Cam. You should yeah. go for it. You just run him straight at the line as hard as you can. I mean, that wasn't it's that for, didn't seem like it was that much of a risk. First name's Ron. You know, it starts with an R. It's easy to go. Riverboat Ron. Yeah. You know. Uh, Riverboat Andy Reid doesn't make a lot of sense, no. you know. What would the flutes be? Ferryboat? Ferryboat flutes? That sounds, as has, has a strange connotation. Kind of like, I don't know, did you know, there is some um, controversy with Troy. One of Troy's comments last night about oh yes, hit yes, was yes, 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 take the take the dresses off. That's like okay, first Troy. It's yeah, it's inappropriate. It's also, it's not that was that hasn't been funny for forty years. You got you need better stuff. Yeah. It's kind of the you shouldn't be you don't necessarily have to be offended at the that it's yeah. offensive. You should be offended. It's just not funny. It's like, it's you know, you got to do gotta, you know that's bad. Do better than that. Come on. Yeah. Uh, do you know what the uh, spread for Bears? Uh, they play the Commodores, right? That's who they are. The Commodores. Lionel, the Commodores. Is this, I, I is this without Lionel the... Richie? <laughs> Com- no. I, I like your. Uh, I like the uh, Commodores, as you call them. I. I do, I do not. What is the spread? What do we got? Uh, I believe it's Bears by one. It is. Ooh. Really? It's basically a pick 'em. And the over under yep. 37 and a half. You're not going to find a wow. lower one on the board. I don't think you come close. It may be the only one under 30. There's some over 50 this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cardinal Seahawks. Ooh. I wonder. This seems like a better game. Uh, Bills Chiefs. Yeah, it seems like a better game. a better game, game yeah. than, the, than the Commodes and the Bears. Is that the but Sunday nobody's night wearing game? Or, nobody's wearing orange helmets in that one. So. Oh, see, there's the problem, yeah. I wonder if, what if the orange helmets interfere with the, the those Amazon, like the uh, diagnostic things that you get. Oh, yeah. It would ruin it for me. It's like, oh, there's no, no cool be... squiggly lines on my TV. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be wild. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like that at all. Shouldn't Amazon, shouldn't they, like, you, you know, bring the footballs in via drone or something like that? Wouldn't that be kind of what they should be doing. You would at least think they would come up with a better way to measure first downs. Yeah. Actually, that's what you should do with drones. Why can't you do that with drones? I like no this reason. idea. You just, you got the chain 10 yard, two drones, 10 yards apart. 
They yep. they hover over the field. The one drone lands where the line, of, you know, the the uh, series, uh, the original line of scrimmage was, and the other one lands, and you see if it's in front of the football or not. That's it. You put, they shine like a light I between don't them. Know why they don't do it? Easy. And they'd be authorized. They wouldn't have to stop the game and make the players hide in the locker rooms like they do when there's an unauthorized drone hovering over the exactly, scene. exactly, exactly. Why not do that? Let's Seems do that. Like a missed opportunity. Yeah, I like that. So, so who do you like, Bears, Commanders? You know, I got, I gotta, I gotta go Bears. I agree. But, uh, yeah, it fits into my. Um, you gotta have any compelling reason to pick a road team. Yeah, I don't want don't want to go against the. And there are uh, no compelling reasons to take the Commanders. No, I mean obviously the Bears could lose, but. Um, well, one point spread. Certainly they could lose, but. I don't know. I'll be interested to see. Can we? Does this? Does the run defense show up at any point during this game? Because it has been embarrassingly bad. At some point, we're game six now. This this run defense needs to. You know, get competent at least. At least doesn't have to be elite. It should be competent. Yeah. Um. And the the commanders. I don't know if he's their best running back. One of their better running backs, uh, Brian Robinson, got shot not that long ago. Yeah. So you would think I'm, shot twice in the lower body on armed robbery attempts. You would think you could slow that guy down, but who knows? Yeah. Um, I think the uh, does George Preston Marshall still own the Redskins? Virginia probably <laughs> thinks he does. She should uh, offer up a uh, a bet, and the uh, winner gets Terry McLaurin. Redskins there you just go. have to Red Bears beat the Redskins. Bears beat the, the Commodes. They got to just leave Terry behind, and we could put up uh, somebody equally as good. Uh, what about Nikhil Harry? Huh? Oh, oh there you go. go hey, look that. at that. Oh, I don't know. We can't lose him. Oh, that guy caught eight <laughs> passes. for First-round draft pick of the Patriots caught like eight passes Ooh. in four years. Yeah. Watch, he'll you know, catch 12 passes for 240 yards and three touchdowns. Hey, we'll take it. I will take it. I don't expect it, but I will take it. No. In fact, I wonder what he uh... – let's see what they're so excited about. Mm. I think it's going to be good. You know, it is. Not a lot of guys in Pro Football Reference with hyphens in their names, so it's pretty easy to find him. Right. Uh, Nikhil Harry, six foot four, two hundred twenty-five pounds, from Arizona State. So he basically was there, um, like in the Brandon Ayuk era, basically the same size. Mm-hmm. He was the thirty-second pick, so barely a first rounder. He's the last pick of the first round in uh, twenty nineteen. He has played in 33 games, made 18 starts. He has caught 57 passes. That's more than I thought, actually, but it's not very many. For 598 yards, four touchdowns. Those 598 yards, if he had gotten them for the Bears, would make him the sixth all-time leading receiver in Bears history. Or something. I don't know. I don't do the math. Well, there you go. I can see how that solves all the problems. Plus the fact he's coming off um, a serious... uh, high ankle sprain that was supposed to keep him out until like the end of November. So the fact he's back early, I'm sure he's a hundred percent. 
That'd be great. So, uh, yeah, what could possibly go wrong? I can't think of anything. Yeah. So there you go, Bears fans. Um, there is. It Bears. Was, it's, it's all coming up Millhouse. It's, it all is. Bears <sighs> have been much – they played well in the second half. Uh, you got to see what it's going to be like. You know, you just watched that game in Minnesota, and you got to see what it's going to be like when the Bears from Darlington Heights because – I have a feeling the Bears are going to build the exact same stadium, which would be fine. Pretty similar, probably. Then you, yeah. get, then you get two. You get two Sundays off here for the Bears. For you want to go do some apple picking? It's mm-hmm, perfect apple mm-hmm. picking weather. Oh, we gotta like that. That'll be great, and uh, they got a pretty good chance to win. You might actually see them win a game in front of Al Michaels. It'll be great. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? I think the last time they won a game that Al announced. No, that's not right. I was thinking because this—I think that was Joe and Troy, right? The uh, Tom Brady fourth down game. I think that was oh, a yeah. Thursday night. Yeah. I think that was a Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night. Okay. Oof. All right. I don't remember the last time they won on. I can tell you one game they didn't. Uh, that was the playoff game against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. Al. Al is the sob who coined the uh, double doink. Famous double doink. That was his creation. Poor guy shamed Cody Parkey right out of the league. Yeah, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well deserved. So go All Bears. Right. Go and, uh, Bears. So we will. We can reconnoiter and uh, talk about this huge win over the commodes. Um, I can't wait. I mean, it's it's. It's just two days from now, people. Forty-eight hours. Yeah. Well, depending on when you're listening. Quick turnaround. Quick turnaround. Hope you've sobered up from uh, Sunday in time to for Thursday night football. We can hope. We can all. We can only hope. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, thanks, Mike. All right, Andy. Thank you. Many of us have herpes. I just want this to be over. <laughs>